Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, friends. Welcome to uh, the You Up podcast, uh, Hit a Pod edition. How you doing out there? Happy Thursday to you. Um, I'm doing good here in St. Louis, holding down the fort. Um, it's been a, a it's, it's been a okay day here. Um, a little tension. There's a little bit of a like. I realize when my parents and I have not had a break from each other in a bit, there tends to be explosive uh, bursts of energy that I think will. And, and, and today, the one happened, and I ran out of the house and went to do um, went to the grocery store. I didn't like run out dramatically. I was just like, oh, perfect. I'm going to the grocery store. What a convenient time to leave when you guys are yelling at each other. And um, so then I ducked and then I came back and I was like, they were almost like awkward after how bad the fight was. Like the, it, there's just this like quiet in the room. That's just kind of like, they're fine, but they were, they even go, let's EJ, do you want to go to the cabin this weekend? I'm like, you guys need to like bang this out, I guess. I don't know what you need to get away, but maybe it's me. Maybe they're just like, they need to get away from me and they will stop snapping. Um, and I snapped too. Like I said, yes, shared yesterday. Uh, but, it, and th- but then it started happening again. And I was just like, I don't know how, then I went on a run and now I'm back and there's no one here. My dad is out selling yawnings, my um, yawnings. Oh my God. That's what he sells to me when he tells me about them. I'm just kidding. If my dad's listening. I actually am interested in your sales. It's very impressive that you're such a good salesman at your age. And like, it's just true. My dad's a good salesman. I'm proud of him. I might sing with my dad on um, coming up. My dad has a gig, a social distance gig at some like outdoor space. You know, St. Louis is opening up like totally. So my dad plays in bars and restaurants, but he was just reading today about how like, apparently singers spread COVID more than anyone. Cause they're just like shout like, cause, and so he's worried about his bandmates. Um, but this morning I didn't even know he was playing. I kind of forgot. He told me, but I forgot he was playing coming up. And also no one here is proud of it. Like he's not bragging about gigs cause everyone feels weird about doing gigs. I got offered a gig recently. I'm like, okay, it's for the end of June. It's in Phoenix. Do I go? What kind of measures are they taking? Do they just not care in Phoenix? Because I care. I don't want to be a part of getting people sick. But I also, like my mom's starting work next week too. And, um, and she's like, hadn't mentioned it until today. And I'm like, you're what? You're starting work? I like got furious. Um, but then I didn't know why. I think it's just because I'm like, I want to start work, um, which I have. You know, this is my work. And so it's convenient that I can do it. But um, I guess I'll just be lonely. I just don't want people to be gone all day. I like them to be gone for long swaths of the day. Um, but yeah, they, they're gonna, I, we gotta get some space from each other coming up here. And uh, I, think, I think it's nearing the end of this, you know? I think it's, I'm gonna go about three months. It's gonna get to mid-June and then I'm gonna make some plans for the next stage. But boy, am I cozy. Boy, am I comfy cozy. Waking up every day. Like I have a routine, dude. And I don't have to hang out with anyone really that I don't want to. I have a couple friends that I could have gone on walks with, but it's just, it's so much work to do that. And I'm busy all day. I really, I don't know. I guess I should be more social. I gotta stop doing this thing of like, I should do this. I should like, if I don't want to do it, then like, I don't do it. But there is something to be said about pushing yourself to do things you don't want to do. 
But when they're just like social things and not like work related, it's hard for me to be like, I gotta do this. Cause you don't get any work done. You get done and you're like, oh, I could have been sleeping or like, I just feel like I want as much sleep as possible. I was just on my run and I realized my true favorite thing to do in the world, like my favorite thing besides eating, but that's a whole separate issue, but my favorite thing, okay, besides going to a Taylor Swift concert, because you can't recreate that all day, like that's not a hobby, but that truly would be my favorite feeling in the world is like to sing with a bunch of other Taylor Swift fans at a Taylor Swift concert. I don't know why I haven't done it a lot more. Um, and then, okay, so that my other thing is like being in bed and being on my phone. And I know that's not original. It's not, it's not even original to pretend like that's like weird that that's your hobby. I know a lot of people's like favorite hobby is that, but is that weird? Like I really, I don't want to be on, I don't want to in reading books in bed, but on my phone, the books on my phone, because I want to be in the dark, co cozy and not undisturbed. I need that in my life. I think I love it too much. And it makes me feel sad. That's my hobby. If someone were to ask me, what do you enjoy doing? I got other hobbies though. Taylor Swift karaoke playing the piano for five minutes, um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, hugging my dog for like 50 seconds to a minute 30, um, watching, talking about the last dance or watching the last dance. Okay, you can only do that for seven, 10 hours. That was a fleeting uh, hobby, but uh, man, do I get obsessed with things? I, I can't wait till this is totally, I get obsessed with the next thing. I feel like the last thing I was obsessed with was the ESPN documentary of the same kind of ilk, which was the OJ Simpson one. Incredible. God, I was obsessed, but it's hard to like get obsessed with the OJ Simpson trial. There's not like shirts you can buy on eBay. I mean, I guess there are, but there are, God, there's so much cool vintage 90s wear in that documentary and I'm like where's that jacket where's that thing where like uh, and then last night I watched as good as it gets have you guys seen that in a while it's one of my favorite films of all time it came out when I was like in seventh grade and I was obsessed with movies yes I was voted most likely to become Siskel and Ebert in my eighth grade superlative I was very hurt by it um because Siskel and Ebert were both men also I didn't really love movies that much it was just like the only place to go besides the mall I could have been a mall critic too. But, and why don't they say that I'm most likely to make movies or be in movies? No, I was most likely to like talk about movies in the aisle with my fat friend. That's not so far off. And I don't mean to call him fat, but he, it was just a joke. Layoff. Um, so yeah, I was, I, I saw as good as it gets last night. I saw it on Netflix and I was like, yes, because my dad was pitching a little baby fit because it was after dinner and we all always are all watch tv together and we always like uh, decide on a thing they're sometimes watching billions and i'm not caught up on billions i never will be i'm so far off that i really can't enjoy it at this point but my ma and i always eat dinner later than them so they go watch billions after their dinner i finish up my podcasting or whatever i go make my dinner then i'm ready to eat it and i don't like eating alone and so i bring it into the living room and then i'm there my chewing annoys them and then they tell me to leave so bill billions for me always and homeland are always these shows that i'm interrupting with my chewing and being scolded so I eat in the kitchen alone and then we went back in and my mom last night was not watching Billions. She was watching Real Housewives, with my, which my dad loathes with every ounce of his being. Like he hates it. And I do too, kind of. But I also acknowledge that mom is allowed to like things that I don't like. My dad doesn't seem to have that, like understand that, that people can like enjoy things that he wouldn't enjoy. It's a weird thing called like empathy, I think. I don't know. 
I haven't looked into it uh, too much. Actually, I had to teach to myself. But my dad doesn't understand that anyone could enjoy that. So he kind of just was like, I'm going to just go read on the, on the deck, on the porch. And so he went out and read a book. And me and my mom were watching Housewives. And then my mom goes, oh, no, it was Vanderpump. She goes, to be honest, I've already seen this one. I can't believe I, don't rem- I can't remember that I already saw this. I don't remember how it ends. And I go, that's not about your memory, mom. That's because these shows have no substance. And they're truly the same thing over and over. That's why you don't remember the ending. No one remembers the ending to Vanderpump. It all just bleeds into itself. Like in particular episodes, that just doesn't happen. Um, so anyway, I was like, well, if you don't want to watch this, dad's out there. Let's pick something else real quick. So we went to Netflix and I picked um, uh, As Good As It Gets because fuck, that movie's good. And then I just couldn't believe it. Helen Hunt is, first of all, 33 in that movie. I watched it as a kid and she was like an old woman. <laughs> I was in seventh grade and I just remember being like, think, not like old woman. I kind of cautiously started the movie because then as soon as I realized, oh my God, she's like, I think she's probably my age in this and that's going to be triggering. I'm about to turn 36 in less than a week, and one week exactly. No, 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 less than a week. Fuck. And um, she's 33 in it. And then she, she's pursued by Jack Nicholson, right? Okay. He in that movie is 26 years older than her, like their age difference when they shot the film. It never comes up. It only comes up one time as a very subtle joke where she's like, you're too old to act like that. And he's like, and she goes, you're too old to act like that. And I'm too old to put up with it. And it was a, it's a great line, but that's, it should be very apparent that he's very old the whole time. That should be like a topic of discussion. Like, I know this guy's too old for me, but she's so cool in that movie. And I realized, like, I think I wanted to be Helen Hunt as a kid, and I still want to be Helen Hunt, even now, because I kind of look like her. And um, also, she looks, if you watch it, she's 33, she looks 45. And I hate to say that. It's not mean. It's just she looks, women looked older in the 90s. I don't know what it was. And I probably look 45, too. But all I'm saying is, like, she has no work done on her face, no work done on her body. There's, there's a scene where her boobs are like through her shirt. It's worth, it's worth watching it. Like you can see her like whole tits, like through her wet shirt. It's real. It's pretty hot. Helen's, Helen's got, and my mom the whole time was like, her body is amazing. Um, but it just, I can't believe, I just always have kind of stacked my own life with people, women who I used to admire when I was a kid. I always thought I'd have a TV show by the time I was 25. I had that in my mind, 25. Cause that's when Jennifer Aniston got on friends that blew past um, and then Helen Hunt, 33, she was shooting an Academy Award winning film. She'd already done Twister, Mad About You. And I'm 36. Well, Helen Hunt doesn't have comedy specials on Netflix. I got to remember that. She hasn't toured the funny bones um, and the improvs and might be going back to those. Man, club life is calling again. That's the funny thing. When I started doing theaters this past January, everyone's like, bye-bye clubs. You're never going back. And I was like, "Eh, I think I'll be back. I had a feeling I would. Didn't know it was going to be by June, and it probably won't be. Um, But that is interesting that that happened so fast. I'm going to catch up with Andrew in a second here. Um, Andrew Collin, of course, from Puddles uh, with Andrew Collin. So we'll be right back with Andrew T. Collin. Yo, how's it going, Andrew? I'm good. I'm good. I just got back to uh, my brother's other house. Brother's others. 
Brother, brother, daughter. <laughs> uh, he has a place in Greenwich. I was in the Hamptons for nine days, yeah. living like a king, living um, my best life. And why is it different in Greenwich? Well, Isn't it? It's it's that's the house they live in. That's got to be pretty sweet too. It's it's probably five times the size of the Hamptons house. Okay. Which um, it's nice. Um, I was in the Hamptons though for the second half all by myself, so oh, I actually—that was the nicest. But weren't you lonely? No, I, I'm fine. I, I've been yeah. around people all year. <laughs> right, that's a good point. You know? um, and I could trick myself into thinking it's mine. There? Are they going to be there? They're renting out the house for June. Oh, I know. Damn what it. a fucking prick! I can't. Why believe don't it. you rent it? Give them five hundred bucks. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> I was thinking about renting it or, or when the renters came, just never leave and just hide in the woods when they use the pool. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was like, well, how hide in the woods I-? when they use the pool? What do you mean? Because I stay in the pool house because I'm not allowed oh. in the main house. Why don't they just say that the, our, our, my brother's staying in the pool house? We have a pool boy. He is renting it to a gay guy. Maybe he would have took a liking to me. Yeah, that's oh, that sucks, man. That you got to. When are you going back to Brooklyn then? I don't know. I'll see. I just played with the kids for an hour. It's it's exhausting being an uncle for you know forty five minutes. It's it's. Uh. I tell me about it. I <laughs> I cannot hold the babies for more than two minutes. I don't think I'm cut out for. I, I can't have kids. I've I've learned anything. I can't. I just can't. I just can't. Unless they just I- ask too many questions. They want to play too many games. Like, what is it? I always used to play um, Operation, where you lay there like a body, and they get to operate on you. You know what? With and you like just tools, sleep. And you just sleep. Yes. Now that's a good idea. That's a that I could do that. I could do that. The you play, problem- it's called surgery, and they can just use their little tools on you and like try to cut you with their plastic bullshit. You know, like their play well- school, like <laughs> scalpels. Do they have a surgery set? That should be a thing. Parents they do have. Yeah, yeah, they have that. I, I, I let's play I mom's in a coma Aunt Nikki's in a coma <laughs> and Nancy and Nikki's in a coma but let's she's play watching Netflix like <laughs> she could be awake but she's also in a coma she's like half and half um yeah, yeah I ended up uh I ended up um so they like play with Legos and my brain I just can't I see Legos and it triggers me where I like, they're like, look at the little, everything's small. I'm like, look at the little gun with, and this is Arayu. And this is, I don't know. They have some ninjas of some sort. Okay. Why does it trigger you that they're small and have little guns? I'm trying to figure out what you're getting at. I'm just not into it. Yeah. You don't care about Legos. I can't. Yeah. I try. I sit yeah, there I and I go. Even as a kid, I, you didn't care for Legos. Nah, I never played like imagination. It was always mm-hmm. like, Yeah. I, I played Barbies and stuff and had little like imagination things, but in, in scenarios. But what what were you doing at their age? Eating paste. No, actually, was very into politics. <laughs> 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 yeah, you were on the Perot campaign. Back yes. Then. Oh, that's Perot. a little too late. Perot, I believe. Perot. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That's true. No, you must. You were in high school when Perot ran. Never mind. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. I get it. Don't age me. You just me, seem younger cool. than, than that. Um, I had a dream that I got asshole cancer, and I was thinking that it might have something to do with Stay you. Stay off my brand. I know, right? <laughs> um, so I wanted to tell you that that I, I thought maybe it's like that because I was like, maybe it means I missed his company, but I don't think so. 
Have you any, have I been in any of your dreams or like my afflictions? Um, no, but I had have a I been weird scolding dream. you in any dreams. My ex-girlfriend died in the dream. She killed oh, herself. Wow. That was Whoa. fun. Jesus Christ. It was my only wet dream I had in Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> she died in a pool. Hey, oh, that's, that's, that's gnarly, dude. I actually, that should be a bit. Anyways, I, um, no, I just, yeah, she died. And then Ari died in the same dream. Whoa. But Ari died in like a water park injury. <laughs> so that, that's Ari would. Oh my God. That reminds me of the worst death I ever heard of in a water park. Just look it up. It happened like five years ago. <sighs> I mean, that's so vague. I know I can't because a, a kid lost his life and it's just the saddest thing, but I'm kind of fascinated by morbid shit like that. And it was a it was a water park in in Kansas City, and I used to like live in Kansas near Kansas City, so I felt like, oh my God, that could have been me. You know, you just like put yourself on this shit, or like the closer it is to you. My parents do that all the time. Like I love- the whole Last Dance documentary, my dad's like, we we saw that guy one time. Julie, your mom and I saw him in Cannes. My parents went to the Cannes Film Festival two summers, and they saw literally every celebrity. And I have, if I said how many celebrities I ha- I know and have seen. It would, it would be, uh, you know, you can't say it every time, but my parents are literally like, we saw him across a room and it's, I have to hear about Greg Kinnear every time. <laughs> well, it is funny. Cause you're like, I either thought my song, I, you see yourself as like Helen Hunt, like a big movie star yeah. or a kid that drowned. Like, and I think what it comes down to is they both are in headlines. Yeah, they're both, they both got a lot of attention. No, it's just they're both like, that's just such a gnarly way. I almost died like today and I thought, oh my God, people would think I just ran out in front of traffic because I do this thing on my runs where if I see there's someone on the sidewalk that's coming up um, and I'm running and they're walking towards me or you know, in front of me or the same way as me, whatever. I just split off and cross the road where the traffic is coming towards me as opposed to towards my back. And so I'll, I'll, I'll look and it'll be like no tra- traffic coming and I'll split really quickly to cross the road. And I won't even think to look. And I almost, I'm sure the cars almost swerve off the road thinking I'm going to run out. I always look, but I did think today, like I could have just gotten, it would have looked like I s- waited for a car and jumped out. So I just want to let you guys know if that happens, that was not, I'm never going to kill myself on a run. That's insane. Why would I spend my last moments like, <laughs> Yeah, no one's ever killed themselves after a nice jog. Yeah, I mean, I, when I'm out on a run, I truly feel maybe the best I've ever felt in my life. I always come up with these amazing ideas, and I always have so much, like, energy. And I, I just – it's it's the best thing, I think, for my mind. In, in, in Have you been working out or doing – is there any state that you get into when you're, you're, you're clearest and you're like, I could do anything? Like, when you're punching, I feel like you feel that way. You get yeah. on a good punch streak. Yeah, I mean, I box, and then I do, uh, yeah, shadow boxing. I, I mean, I love playing golf. I could be in a meditative state for three hours on the golf course and not yeah, ever think about golf. one wrong. Yeah, we love it. Really? Why? I think golf is so slow. It would take. It would make you think about your life. But I guess it's so off the beaten path, and there's no cars, and you just feel like it's a little bit of a vacation. Yeah, it's a little yeah. mini. The staycation for you. Yeah. And Why it's don't just you play more with, golf then? Because it's fucking cold out and it's expensive. It is? Oh, but. I mean, not right now. Not right now. Right. But yeah. No, I would love to play. I, you know, when I lived in Florida, I played in my 20s. I was pretty much How living. much is a round of golf at like a, a, a basic place? Like, a, a, let's do nine, 18 holes. 
18 Basic, and then you're mm -hmm. looking at 40, 40 50 bucks and uh, no 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 actually 60 70 it depends okay. if you have a and then if you have a cart it's more you know if you get a cart it's more expensive if you right. walk it's less expensive but if you walk the back nine gets kind of annoying um, right you know and then just because you're tired yeah I mean, then you start. 18 seems like so much. It's too much. Why did, did they ever think about making it 13 or something? They did. Did they, they did. really? It's so no. goddamn much. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I was like, oh, my God, that's cool that they did. Um, you well, you can play on, nine holes. Nine holes isn't weird. To I know. Play. I, OK, but on, on an 18 hole co course, you can just like not do the last nine. Yeah. Oh, OK. And you yeah. can pay for nine. All right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, then that's what you should do. That seems like a good savings. You play like with how many people? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the ideal group would be for a foursome of three okay. buddies. You get some beers, even though I don't drink, but maybe I'd you start look again. At some beers. Yeah. I look, yeah. I look at the beers. I make sure um, they're there. Before we run out of time, I want to ask you about your um, speed dating that you've been doing on your Instagram. You can follow Andrew at Andrew T. Collin on Instagram. Ever, what night, what time do you do the speed dating? Cause people I'll, loved it. I do it at 11 PM uh, on my Insta live every night. Um, no, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. And it's, and you know, you know, we're both friends with Hannah Burner, who's from Summer House. Mm -hmm. And she does this Insta Live every night at 10 p.m. with her friend Paige uh, DeSorbo, who I think your parents saw in Con once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and from Can. Summer House. Yeah, from Summer House. Um, no, and so <laughs> they were doing this thing from 10 to 11 every night. And I randomly went live at 11. Like, not even, honestly, like, not even, like, thinking. And I'm then all get the people jumped to your thing. You know my fucking live. It's usually 20, 23 people. people yeah. You know. How many was 60. it? I'm not going to, like, 450. Okay, and then and I was then... like, what do I do to fucking entertain these people? Right. Because they're not, they're not just going to like me. I'm not on Summer House. I'm not a reality star. Right. You got to keep them. What'd you do? I gotta keep... so, I, so I went on a date with one girl and the time cut off. It was like very at the, like, I don't know, for some reason, maybe I was on live already. It doesn't matter. Okay. So it cut Whatever. off. Yeah. It cut off and people were like, why did that? I got like, I don't know, 10, 15 messages. Like, oh my God, we were so excited where that was going to go. And it just like, I was like, oh, here, you know, might as well lean into this. And so then I told Hannah, why don't you watch it? And then you give me notes on how shitty I am. And oh, that's so, good. Like, I check in with her like she's my coach. She's like, look, that question was dumb. What are you <laughs> doing? Great. You know, she sprays water on my face. She tells gives me an orange. Um, How does she spray water on your face? No, I'm just. Oh, like a coach coaches. in the corner yeah, of the yeah, ring. Yeah, got it. Yeah, got yeah. it. I'm like, how did you do that via Zoom? Is that a new feature? You ready? Okay, so what, have you met anyone uh, No, that was it? calm. That was calm. <laughs> I just sprayed calm. I'm sorry. Oh, come on, Andrew. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's that's like is covid in calm covid um, um yeah so the, yeah so then i just said so in the next night we i have did like it. two I, minutes can so oh, yeah. tell me what have you met anyone from it yeah so now i'm getting like 700 to 800 people to watch this amazing and 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 i get like 35 girls asking to go on dates and it's like the bachelor isn't on we've always talked like this is like the bachelor for these girls and what i say is that if you really watch The Bachelor, the guy says maybe one witty thing the whole fucking season. Yeah. I mean, how many things do they really, you know? Okay, so what's your point? 
I say nine witty things. <laughs> right. Okay. So no one's saying that this isn't worth watching. Why are you getting defensive about it? I, oh, I'm not. One of the things you do is you are, you go to defensive mode before we've even, when it, I haven't said it's a bad idea. And you go, I'm just saying, these guys never say anything. You go offensive all the time with me. No, I don't, I go offensive. I don't go defensive. I get defensive before you go. The best defense is a, the best offense is a good defense. But I haven't even the offense hasn't even moved on you, and you're you're flailing your arms around trying dog. to block. I'm a beaded dog. I'm a beaded puppy. You've beaten me for two years. You're a beaded. I'm, I'll I'm beated. I'll beat the shit out of you for saying beaded. I'm a beaded dog. Oh my god, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> a brother is um, a good thing. Yeah. Uh, no. So anyway, I'm gonna put you on a hyenas pretty sure pretty soon. Yeah. A hyenas. I know. I'm like, okay, it was just a joke. You didn't need oh, to get... Get sad? Yeah. You want to leave me? You don't want to be friends? Yeah, I feel like we already are on a hyenas, but you're back. You're on a low anus. Um, <laughs> have you met anyone through these things? Yeah, I went on a second date with a girl from Texas. And in front of people or just private? No, I, I uh, pocket dialed her. And uh, yeah, and she was on a ranch. She was hammered. And we went on a second date. I pocketed, dialed her through Instagram. God, so girls are getting fucking hammered during this yeah, time. Alcohol sales is are crazy right now, as much as and weed and everything. Like that's one thing that people are really uh, doing a lot of. Are you? Are you any? Are you tempted at all? Not really. I mean, a little bit in the when I was in the Hamptons to just have yeah. like a cold one when I was playing. Uh, um, what's the not flip cup? What's the thing? Uh, Cornhole. Oh, right. That's a good old drinking. Oh, to have a beer in your left, a Corona in the left or Coors Light in the left. Yep. Kinda. Yeah. When I went to this like social function, which I do regret going to, I want to make that clear. People in St. Louis don't take social distancing seriously. Um, yeah. Everyone was just like, it's just, if you don't have a drink, we, I talked about Stevia with a girl for like, that's the only thing we could talk about because the, I had a different soda than them. So people were like, what is that? And then, God, I just talking to strangers or new people and just having to make up conversation. Literally my sister and I had a conversation with a girl about Stevia for seven minutes. And I bet there are at least a hundred girls listening to this right now who have had a conversation about Stevia with a girl you just met when you're just trying to come up with anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have any more Stevia conversations. I only want to talk to people about real you? shit. Then bring a seltzer. That's what I love. I went on a, I told you about the date I went no, on. No, you didn't tell me about the, nothing well, about Well, you that. don't ask anything, but I. I, I do all the time. Who's getting defensive now? Um, I, I had a reason to. Didn't do it prematurely. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, well, maybe I did a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I just did. <laughs> What are you laughing about? I don't know. You cracked me up, dude. I'm sorry. Um, but this sorry, guy, I'm laughing. You're yelling. No, at me I just want to know what specifically I said. I think you're just laughing because um, I don't even. know. No, it's very funny. It's just funny, dude. It's funny to me. Okay. Um, um, oh, something really funny happened to me yesterday, though. What? Oh wait, are, do you want to talk about your day now? I thought we had like. No, I had time. one thing to share, but I forget. Oh, it was just that he asked a lot of very um, just questions that I was just like. Okay, like we're going there. Like he just had no hesitancy to ask about um, anything very, very real, which was refreshing. And I, he was like, I go, I just don't know how this works. I'm worried about you dating other people. Like this girls don't think they won't like this. 
of just like, what's your relationship like with your dad? What's your relationship like? Like, th- like those kind of questions on a first date of like, um, but that's so right you up your alley, no? Before? No, I loved it. I go, you don't, you, you, you ask the right questions for me, but, um, I would find most girls would not like this, but it was refreshing is what I want to say. I think that more guys should ask those questions. It made for like a more interesting time than talking about Stevia. What was your story you were going to end with? We got to go. Yeah, no, I mean, well, that is funny when you do the speed dating, when I would talk about like weird, like some girl had a dream that she'd have leukemia all the time. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then people are like, no, you don't want to talk about leukemia. And I was like, that's all I want to talk about. Yes. So yesterday I I went to order food at this like seafood restaurant. It's like you pick up, you know, you pick Mm -hmm. up the food, never leave your car. And I'm in the, my brother's like really cool Bronco. Like it's old Bronco. Like, you know, it's kind of an attention grabbing car. Mm-hmm. And these two girls roll up and they're like, Colin. And I'm like, well, oh, they must know me, you know, like from my Instagram. Oh I've my been God. They it. called in an order. Yeah. They, they somehow yeah. knew that I have an order waiting. And no, they didn't. <laughs> oh, they, so they were asking you Colin. No, 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 no. They didn't work there. I don't know how they got my last name, but they went to order more. They went to order food and they wouldn't give them. They wouldn't let them order because it was getting late. So then they came up to me and they're like, Colin, hey, can we split that food with you? And started like flirting with me. Right. But I thought it was because I was famous, but it was oh just because they wanted food. Oh, were they hot? What, the, one girl was really pretty. You guess I, the one I, that said Colin? No. Oh, really? Wow. Offensive. <laughs> offensive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, we we'll go. end on that offensive. Mo- hey, remember that, folks. Uh, I, I only know about defense and offense from, um, the last dance. Truly. I don't know. I remember when I met David tell the first time he kept saying, you're defensive. Stop being defensive. I was 2005. I, he didn't even know me as a comic. I was just a fan. We were hanging out in Vegas all night and he kept being like, you're so defensive. And I had to ask my friend, I go, what? I kept going, no, I'm not. And he's like, I didn't know what it meant because I didn't grow up with sports. I don't, I truly didn't know what defensive meant. (laughs) And so, yes, I am defensive. And then I, I, yeah, we should, those signs that have like a D and then kids would hold a fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that was definitely the coolest sign to ever bring to a football game. Yeah, I don't know how. The funniest think, guys brought the, the fence. I wonder how they like thought of it, you know? It's so brilliant. I remember being like, that's brilliant. I have to be with Larry. He actually took his dad, he went to Home Depot and got a piece of fence. All right, I gotta how go. How never off fence? Why is it always defense? Oh, because, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, you want a light switch with off? Man, yeah. I would have blown that guy. <laughs> <laughs> or a guy with off spray? Like the, the oh, mosquito that's good. spray? Oh, my God, Andrew. Oh, 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 oh. That's so good. Okay, so the next time you guys go to a, a sporting event that <laughs> requires defense, I guess they all do. Do all sports require defense? I'll let you sit on that. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Golf? No. Golf? No. No. Yeah. So I'll let you sit on that. <laughs> Nine holes, 12 falls, Andrew 13, Collin. 13 check, holes. Out, check out Andrew Speed Dating Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Instagram. You can follow him at Andrew T. Collin. Listen to his podcast, Puddles with Andrew Collin. Um, Which you've been be on three on times. You've been three on times. three times. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Squirt, squirt. Uh, yeah. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 